This time, I'm not going to get taken by surprise. That's very good to hear, Julissa. You're in here. I know you are. Feel alert, Julissa. Totally. Ready to defend self? No problem. Good. Then do with a blindfold. Come on, Mr. Miyagi. How can I block an attack if I can't see? Welcome to the next four Karate Kid Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the next Karate Kid four totally focused minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And again, joining us for the last time this week is Kim. Welcome back. Thank you. Great to be back. Great to have you. Today we are talking about minutes 56 through 60 of the next Karate Kid. They begin with Julie's shunning and end with Miyagi's cunning. Uh, and, uh, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, rhymezone.com. I think it is on Google. Uh, <laughs> shunning, shunning. Okay. Um, Kim, uh, you've now seen 12 minutes of the next karate kid. Uh, are you, are you ready to just watch the whole thing or, or are you just going to go back and watch the first two again? <laughs> No, I'm ready. I am ready to advance my knowledge. Um, and I want to put all the little pieces together. Mm, I'm hooked. I like this little song and dance they're playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we pick up where we left off on Wednesday with Julie and Eric hanging up the phone and Julie having to go back to the monastery and deal with some monks that are not too pleased with her trying to kill a cockroach. And so, yeah, we see her shunned. We see her eating by herself. Which which sucks. It's kind of a crappy thing to do, I think. Crappy thing Especially, to do to a kid. Yeah. Especially if mm-hmm. she's sitting there and she hears Miyagi and the monks all having the greatest time together in the in the other room. Like Yeah. They weren't right. even laughing and joking together uh at, at that first dinner. They were sitting there mm-hmm. all solemn. But uh mm-hmm. now though I think they're all they're probably all sockied up, right? <laughs> Maybe. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe. And also, I know I don't I haven't seen prior scenes, but I have to imagine if she was bullied, you know, had she been left alone at cafeteria tables? Is this triggering? Mm. Right. It's like here she is again alone. Yeah, she does. She's very much a loner. uh, We see Mm -hmm. in the movie. She doesn't talk to anybody. doesn't have any friends um, and Mm -hmm. uh, is harassed uh, by pretty much every male in her life. (laughs) Um. So yeah, that I, I see. I like this little touch where she kind of like leans back and she picks her sneakers up, and you think she's gonna smash another bug or something, but she she kind of straightens them out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm assuming it's kind of like the show respect uh, to her surroundings. They held that shot for a while on those sneakers, so there was significance there, right? We've reached yeah. some sort of a turning point in her thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So. She does have a little uh, uh, sneak at watching them uh, in the other room. They're eating dinner and uh, really just, uh, yeah, I just don't like the fact that it's like making Julie uh, feel all alone. And I I actually wonder what they're laughing about. Like for Karate Kid 2, we had uh, Miki Yamashita uh, do a lot of translations for us. And I wish I had her. Uh, help with this scene because I would love to be like to hear like oh yeah and then I uh, then I picked up this gal and uh, <laughs> you know we had the best time and we were out in the drive-ins and having popcorn and beers the only oh. the only word <laughs> I got watching. 
<laughs> the only the only word I got was the very last word said, which was sugoi, which is which means wow. <laughs> oh, so it must have been some some sort of story. Yeah, like, something uh, impressive. Honestly, if you speak Japanese and you can give us any clue, uh, I will give you proper credit and I'll read the translation on the podcast. <laughs> Email karatekidminute at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, so, yeah, Miyagi sees her spying and then Julie backs out and closes the door. And, yeah, Miyagi is complicit in all this as well. He's like, well, you know, you're not going to respect the cockroach. You're not going to respect the rules. I'm not even going to hang out with you. And I brought you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yeah, they, uh, then we see Julie next encountering the monks while uh, walking. And uh, she kind of waves as they go by. Or or she's looking for high fives. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I play softball, so that to me that seems just reminiscent of when you're done with the game, you're looking for the the line of high fives. Good game. Good but regardless, game. they're not having it, are they? Nope. Nope. Yeah, they treat her like she attempted murder. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, I guess I guess she, she did, did, but uh, <laughs> it's it's a bit much. A bit much. I mean, I just think I I don't know. She she should be treated a little bit more sensitively since she doesn't know it's like the punishment does not fit the crime right no (laughs) yes yeah uh we next see julie in a field and it looks like i don't like they're purple wildflowers i don't know what kind of uh wildflowers they are but it's very pretty um and uh and this music right here really seems very uh uh star wars-esque to me i don't know I do a lot of Star Wars references on this show, and I apologize, but this this scene seems very like, uh, oh man, I can't even place the scene, but like just like that that kind of wonderment theme that sometimes plays, and the, as the Force mm. theme comes up. Um, but anyway, uh, we see a close up of Julie uh, as she gleefully finds a praying mantis, and at this point, kind of scared for that mantis, huh? Yeah, <laughs> she holds her hands up <laughs> like. She was going in for the kill. <laughs> I'll show them. them. Yeah, she starts leaving corpses of giant bugs at their door. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine she started killing insects out of spite. I just, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, there's just, a fine. There's a $50 fine if you kill a praying mantis. Oh, really? It's true. I don't know how they enforce it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. If you bring a corpse of a praying mantis to a police station, it will be fine, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. My I wife never... uh, held a praying mantis one time at like a oh, yeah. bug, yeah. bug. Uh, I don't know. What do you call a zoo, but for bugs? <laughs> uh, a boo. Okay. <laughs> uh, they, they put one in her hands and she's like, oh, so cool. And, and she's like, do they bite? And they're like, yep. And she's like, oh. And then, please take it. Does it does does it hurt? Yep, <laughs> it hurts a lot. It was already in her hand. And then, just when they said that, it just when they said that, it uh, turned its face. It whipped it around to look at her right in the right in the eyes. Just oh, it was oh. creepy. Oh. Uh, yeah, I've never been. I don't think I've. Been, I think I might have seen a prey mantis up close once, but you know, in the wild or whatever. Um, but yeah, I would never hold one. They, they have like, they look like they have like serrated arms, like mm, <laughs> and that's probably for mm-hmm. like climbing, but also, yeah. Yeah. And they do have that alien. There's something alien like about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't like them. No. I don't know if I'd kill one. I'd stay away from it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mentioned the music. This is uh, Bill, Bill Conti's uh, track. This is called Julie San Satori. Mm. Um, and so I looked up what Satori is. And it's a Japanese Buddhist term for awakening, comprehension, and understanding. So we're supposed to take this as Julie finally getting it, I guess, and figuring mm. out a way to win the monk's hearts back. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, yeah, she picks up the mantis and runs. And we have this nice moment of Julie. It, it does kind of go into a little bit of slow motion as she's running through the field. Maybe Hillary ran through the field way too fast. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> But yeah, the, the the music it's almost like a dream like quality, like a like the field of poppies from the Wizard of Oz or something, you know. Mm. Um and so Julie finds one of the among, one of the monks and apologizes to him. And this is uh this is the uh the monk that I mentioned on Wednesday as having a scene earlier uh sweeping the pathway. And we could see here it, it it cuts really quick so you don't see the bottom of that broom, but it isn't really it is just like feathers. He's pushing uh, stuff, le- bugs or whatever, left and right, gently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, so let's say you're at a monastery. You're staying there. It's a great Airbnb, but uh, you <laughs> you suddenly <laughs> discover that killing a, a bug has caused everybody to hate you. You're not getting meals anymore. You have to eat alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, and nobody wants to talk to you. Is your first inclination to be like, I know what I can do. I'm going to go catch another bug <laughs> and yeah. I'm not going to kill it. I'm just going to present it like, hey, look, a bug. Yeah, I, I would have thought that'd be frowned upon too, like taking it from where it wanted to be. And yeah, yeah. Uh, uprooting uh, a bug from where, it, where it's happiest. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know, because that monk looked very delighted when he placed it in its new oh, yeah. home. So. Yeah, I guess they know better where praying mantises should should inhabit. <laughs> and uh, now I get to play again this week. Does this monk look familiar to you? <laughs> to either of you, actually? I don't think so. Really? What does the cat have to say? <laughs> he says no. me. Oh well, don't give it away. I want Matt and Kim to guess. <laughs> <laughs> Meowgi. Um. Meowgi. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good one, huh? I, uh, that might be hey, an episode title right Shut up, there. you. <laughs> that, Let's see. Matt, your, the... next, your next cat is going to have to be named Meowgi. Sorry. <laughs> already taking care of that for you. Um, does this monk look familiar? Yep. Oh, give us a hint. Karate Kid Part 2. Again. Again. Really? Jeez, they don't have a very big uh, cat like casting <laughs> pool apparently. Right. Um, nothing, Matt. Nope, nope. Uh, oh wait, is he uh, is he uh, the guy with the musical instruments? That's right. It's Ichiru from Part oh, Two. Okay. This is Arsenio Sunny Trinidad. <laughs> this is the monk that uh, spilled his carrots, and Daniel helped pick him up. <laughs> He's teaching uh, or playing his semisari. Uh, Shamisen? Uh, you're sorry, Shamisen, uh, <laughs> to kids in, in Okinawa. And then we see at the beginning of part three, 
Uh, no, true, but Daniel has uh, the, the shamisen on his back, so who knows what happened to him. He might have said, <laughs> I grant this to you. I'm going to take a vow of silence and go to Massachusetts to, <laughs> to a monastery. Uh, but yeah, uh, they are really trying to warm me up, uh, the, the producers of this movie, by placing Karate Kid 2 cast members in this monastery. Like, okay, this movie's not that bad, right? We've got Ichiru, we've got uh, the guy that gave Sato a drink, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we do find out some history that I'm assuming was cut from this movie. We find some history on this old, old monk. Um it's in the novelization, which means that I'm assuming most novelizations are made when they hand the uh, novelization writer an early version of the script, or like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna use this script to make this movie. Please get get ahead on the novelization. So I assume this is a deleted scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the novelization, Julie finds a storage closet and starts going through it. Uh, Miyagi catches her, but she's really excited because in the storage closet she finds a photo of the old monk. Uh, as a younger man, getting a Congressional Medal of Honor in full uniform. Miyagi explains, he says, quote, He killed hundreds of the enemy, more than anyone else. He was wounded in spirit, changed. And Julie's like, well, he seems okay now. And Miyagi says, well, he has found peace, respect for life. It is a great lesson for Miyagi. Should be a lesson to Julie-san. So, yes, if you look at this old, feeble monk as he's feather dusting bugs left and right. He's killed hundreds of people. <laughs> I just couldn't believe they were like hundreds. And this is a junior novelization. I got this from <laughs> just, just, just see him like covered in blood. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, he's reformed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we, we've talked a lot about, war having an effect on Miyagi's conscience in the past mm-hmm. and just, yeah, this guy is probably really wrecked and he's just like, yeah, monastery. That's pretty much all I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. In the next scene, uh, Miyagi watches from his castle window, uh, Julie attempting to jump from Japan to Okinawa and she lands, she lands. Uh, I think she lands on Okinawa and then she falls backwards into the sand. It's kind of a far off mm-hmm. shot. Perhaps that's the stunt woman right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Miyagi uh, must have decided to forgive Julie too. I guess the Prague Mantis is a, is a catch-all for everybody. Everybody's happy with Julie again. Um, because yeah. now... Old Monk got the word out. Hey, she's cool, everyone. <laughs> uh, what, is the, what is the Monk's newsletter? What would be the, a good name for the Monk's newsletter to announce <laughs> that Julie is okay again? <laughs> Uh, the daily sandbag i don't know uh <laughs> but uh yeah we're at the barn again speaking of sandbags and julie is very confident she's not going to be taken by surprise she shouldn't because they're wearing the same clothes that they were wearing in that previous scene with the sandbags so this is either their sandbag barn attire or they just decided to shoot both scenes in a row and who cares about wardrobe and continuity mm-hmm. oh, everybody's wearing the same clothes Miyagi and, and Julie are wearing the same clothes. I guess it's just, yeah, it must just be the workout clothes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, I gotta go change into my blue shirt. <laughs> be right back. <laughs> so, yeah, her eyes start darting through after. She's looking around for monks carrying sandbags. She's like, you know, I know you're in here. 
I just mm-hmm. assume that it's pretty easy to see where the sandbags might be coming from. I mean, they're tied to ropes. The ropes are probably tied to the ceiling, so you just kind of follow the ropes, right? She's not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> what are those ropes for? Oh, I'll see them coming. <laughs> so, yeah, she's like, awesome. I'm so psyched for this. And he's like, oh, good. You're ready? Okay, I'm going to blind you now. <laughs> <laughs> So mm-hmm. it's like, Miyaki, why can't you just have her let get one win? Just one win <laughs> before <laughs> upping the difficulty. Um, so, yeah, uh, he pulls out a very familiar bandana. Um, and uh, this was uh, Miyagi's bandana originally. We remember in the first Karate Kids. So, but he, he gave it to Daniel. So does he, A, have more than one of these? Or I think so. He, oh, you think so? I think so. He didn't take it back. Nah. No. I'm going to Boston. Daniel, I must take this bandana with me. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Kim, you haven't seen Cobra Kai. You haven't seen Karate Kid Part 3. But I will say that uh, at Karate Kid 3, uh, Daniel wins another tournament. And Daniel and Miyagi have opened a bonsai shop up together. If you had to guess, what is Daniel LaRusso doing maybe 10 years past his first victory at the All Valley? Because this is 10 years after the first Karate Kid. Um, Is he teaching karate? Could he be teaching karate? Yeah. Is that what you think? Yes. Okay. You don't think he'd be selling cars? Nope. Nope, definitely not. Flipping burgers? Nope. (laughs) Going back. (laughs) I love that that's always a threat. You'll end up flipping burgers. (laughs) <laughs> I know. Right? Um, so, yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound right. that bad. Somebody's got to do it. There. Yeah, right. yeah. You don't want his burnt on one side. <laughs> no, right. It should be paid a living wage. But what I don't understand is like, you know, why do they need somebody specifically for flipping burgers? Like, is there just like one guy to put the burgers on the grill, and then another guy comes in and is like, I got this, and you come back just when it's right for the bun. Yeah, just a flipper. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Anything could be a meditation. It sounds kind of nice. That's all you do, you know? Yeah. Just all oh, mm-hmm. the, the sound of this. One I'm thing. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So don't yes. leave a girl hanging. What does he end up doing 10 years out? Oh, selling cars. Oh, he literally <laughs> is selling cars? <laughs> yep. <laughs> at least at this really? point, I think he's just getting to get starting to learn. We, we kind of guesstimated, uh, uh, by the way, Cobra Kai sets up uh, the previous history. Yes. Selling used cars? No, nope, nope, they're nope. new. They're like high-end cars. He he's rich. <laughs> this does not seem like the Danielson I know. <laughs> you know, well, he's that's never... kind of that's kind of a theme where he's kind of lost his way a little bit. Okay, he does give he away a bonsai tree like... with every sale, though. <laughs> he doesn't even seem like he'd be good at it. You know, <laughs> I'm. Thinking... <laughs> anyway, okay. I... I cannot wait. Uh, we we really need to get on. Uh, watch. I, we gotta we gotta watch part three at least. So you ca- you're caught up with that, and then we gotta watch for sure. Guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Done. Um, yeah. So I again, sorry, Kim. She, she hasn't seen Star Wars. She's she knows the pop culture references, but I, I'm assuming Miyagi's gonna pull a lightsaber training droid out of like a bag because every blindfolds her. She says almost the exact same line. <laughs> but with the black shield I block down, I can't see you. How can I? Yeah. 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 How can I block attack if I can't see the black shield down? Yeah. 
so the first sandbag falls and yeah, you can actually hear it. She use your senses. You can actually hear it coming. Um, and so she uses her senses correctly and, uh, blocks it, but then she gets too cocky kid, uh, because the other two monks, uh, with a, a little nod from Miyagi drop two sandbags at the same time and they both nail her. <laughs> I mean, how did Miyagi like recruit them? You just kind of wake them up be like, come on, do you want to help me mess with my student? And you know. <laughs> Well, I got nothing to do today. I mean, I guess I got to make some circles. Your student stepped over in our sandbox, but <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. Miyagi likes making his students pay for thinking they won at anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, like, you think it's mm-hmm. bad? I'll get you again. I'll get you worse. Mm-hmm. But yep. We next see uh, go to Julie quietly walking through the monastery with her boombox and any next Karate Kid fan knows what's coming next but unfortunately kim that's where today's four minutes ends sorry to say give me more (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we are we have just finished minute 60 so we are an hour in i'm so happy uh you know the movie is an hour and 48 minutes long so uh by my schedule we've only got four more weeks left matt of recording (laughs) next karate kid minute before we move on to some new Cobra Kai. So exciting. I'm very excited. Yeah. And that's coming out on September 9th. People, we will be uh, talking about Cobra Kai uh, an episode three times a week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So that following Monday after the premiere, you know, of course, after you've binged it all, uh, you can come back and hear me stumble through these episodes. Are you, are you planning on binging again, Matt? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so I think again, I'll I will uh, I'll take the hit and try to be as <laughs> spoiler free as possible. Uh, so awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to that. And if we're feeling alert and ready to defend ourselves, maybe it's best we uh, leave the monastery for a weekend and uh, and uh, you yeah, know we'll come back next week uh, when uh, Julie and the monks uh, enjoy some cranberries together. Very much look- looking forward to that. Uh, thanks so much, Kim, for joining us this week. You kind of thank you for it. having me. I promise to um, to actually watch it and be a little more knowledgeable. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll do my homework. I'll be a good student. <laughs> thank you, and everybody. I, I hope you're listening along too, and you're uh, even if it's four minutes at a time before you before you uh, <laughs> listen to our episode. You know, so people do that. So if that's the way only way you can get through this movie, sure. But I mean, I think it, I'm having fun. Matt, are we are we finding some merits in this movie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not the remake, so it's still good. It's not the remake. <laughs> it's still got Pat Morita. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, thanks again, Kim. And uh, we'll catch everybody uh, next week. And until next time. Uh-oh. <laughs> Wax on? Wax off? That works. Yay!